2: Alright,
0: Monday. of the head of the head Big win on uh, Saturday by the Hogs against South Carolina. They are now ranked 10th in the nation. They're in the top 10. The Hogs are. The Hogs are, yeah. They haven't lost a game yet, have they? No, they've won two in a row. They'll win the third one. Guess who's back in Fayetteville this coming weekend? Patino is here. Because Missouri State's coming to town. And uh, he's the head coach of Missouri State. So he'll be in town. Then... Things are going to get serious. Then things are going to get serious because we go on the road. We've got to go down to Dallas, and uh, we'll play in Southwest Classic. We'll take on Texas A&M. Who over the weekend got beat by Appalachian State? Sun Belt team. Not a good thing. Anyway, they got beat. They're not going to be a happy team, so they'll, they'll still be ticked off when we meet them in a couple of weeks. And then, after that game, coming to... Vietnam, Alabama. So, over the next really three. Now, I'm going to tell you what Missouri State can be a trap, a trap kind of game, because you start looking ahead to Texas A and M, and you look way ahead to to uh, Alabama, and you get your mind off of what you need to have your mind on. You got to think every week. You got to be thinking about the team you're playing because if no matter who you're playing they can beat you mm-hmm. on any given day if you don't play your best so we'll uh, well I'm not expecting an upset <coughs> but it's not to say that it couldn't happen but uh, yeah I I think that uh, Razorbacks will be 3 and 0 after this weekend then then we'll see how really good this team is I mean seriously I um when we go up against Alabama and go up against a, a you know, a really a Division One quarterback who is outstanding, I mean, did you see the that touchdown he, he threw against Texas over the weekend? Holy cow! Going down on his uh, on his uh, right side, and he fired a, a ball that went right through the eye of the needle into the end zone for the hmm. touchdown. Wow. Unbelievable a, pass, pretty long shot. The guys, well, the guy's just a tremendous he's, he's quarterback. Good, huh? He is really, really good. Won the Heisman Trophy last year. Has a chance of winning it again this year if he has a good season. Uh, could be. Uh, who's the last one did it? Archie Griffin. See the last one that won back to back Heisman's. Uh, it's, I'm thinking I'm, I'm an old guy, but I'm thinking I'm thinking it's Archie. I'm thinking that's who it is from Ohio State. That's probably who did it. But anyway, uh, then we got a couple of really, really good games that we got to play, and uh, we'll be able to take stock exactly where we're at. I'm sure Sam Pittman, head coach of the Razorbacks, are happy where we're at right now, but he knows there's still a lot of work to be done. There's work to be done that secondary. There is no doubt about it. Definite work needs to be done in the secondary. Uh, off, offensive, defensive lines looking good. That's always a good thing. Running game is outstanding, so that's uh, that's good. So, uh, bottom line is, I mean, you can that's where you control the, the flow of the game. So we'll we'll see how they do as far as uh, that goes. As we get into the rest of now, as we start getting into the meat of the season, as they like to say, everybody here at uh, our uh, uh, stations are going to be kind of happy campers today. John Gallagher, our new GM, is going to be a happy camper. His Giants won over the weekend. What a game that was against the uh, the Tennessee Titans! Won that ball game by what two points? I think it was one, maybe one point. Guy missed the field goal. Mm-hmm. Time running out. Uh, Tennessee kicker missed, and uh, the the Giants won. That was an exciting ball game. Uh, the Bears. The Bears won. Oh my God, I can't believe it! And it was raining there. Did you happen to see any highlights? It looked like a slip and slide. Oh wow! Out there, Those there was so much water on the field. It was a real grass field. Well, that's a fake field. So oh. I, think, I think it's fake. Okay. Yeah, you know, they were out on it afterwards and and running and 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 sliding along on their bellies mm. on the field, just sliding for you know thirty five <laughs> yards on the water that was on the field, but uh, they. They, they they won yesterday they beat San Francisco looked like San Francisco had that game in control and then lo and behold they start they pulled it out of their darkest recesses and, and won that ball game uh, my Colts they looked absolutely abysmal the first three and a half quarter and then played uh, decent ball the last uh, half of a quarter of the fourth quarter enough that they finished with a tie mm. 20 to 20. And, uh, well, we got ourselves a kicker that ain't the kicker we used to have. <clears throat> Let's just put it that way. And he, he missed one with two minutes to go that would have solidified a win on the road against the Texans. But what can I say? I'll take the tie as badly as we were getting beat for three and three quarters and a half in that ball game. They played Jacksonville this weekend, and that's not. a a for sure game anymore but anyway enough about sports (laughs) and that's kind of what went down over the weekend as far as sports went but uh way to go to them hogs good to see another win uh over this last weekend okay what do we got today today uh, i want to start off with something that concerns me i'm sure it concerns you it definitely concerns a lot of people here in little rock and that is the murder rate in this city we had three more murders over the weekend. Had one on Friday. That was over on uh, an area of Van Buren over there by uh, Jonesboro. Uh, they don't know who did it. They don't know what caused it. But they found a, a young man in, uh, in an SUV had been shot. And uh, uh, he expired from his wounds at the scene. And in the car, there were two other people who had been shot. Uh, They were transported to local hospitals, and uh, they're in stable condition now. On Saturday night, a tragic, tragic shooting uh, in that uh, a 15-year-old kid shot two adults uh, over the weekend and killed both of them. So um, he's being charged as an adult. Um, I'm hearing domestic dispute uh, being mentioned in it, but... uh, We'll have to see how that all plays out. That's just about all the information uh, that we've got. So we had three more murders. Mr. Mayor, how long does this got to continue? How long does, does it have to continue that this many people continue to get killed in Little Rock? This is as bad as it was back in the late 90s when they were banging in the rock, when HBO was doing that special about it. And uh, now we're back at that again, and it never fails that it starts when the uh, political class thinks that they can uh, they can treat people, treat criminals with kid gloves. Yeah, I see
3: a I see yeah. a headline here: three dead, three hurt after eleven shootings in Little Rock area. Eleven
0: shootings over the weekend, right?
3: I, I guess it's um, I guess it's over the weekend. Um, <laughs>
0: Well, the three deaths are Friday, one, one on Friday, two on Saturday. So, anyway, bottom line, Mr. Mayor, it stops at your desk. What's going on with this? It just continues to continue. It's got to stop. You're the one who's responsible. And none of your... You know, it's the culture and all this other crap that's going to cut the mustard well, I mean, anymore. And,
3: and, and part of it probably is the culture, but the reality is that when when the the um, when the city government fosters the bad culture, the culture that's that's um, that's growing this type of corruption, then something needs to change. Well, I had Lance Hines on this last week, and he talked extensively
0: about it. There's some real problems, real problems here. In uh, Little Rock, there's prob- look, there's problems all across this area. You got Little Rock, you got Pine Bluff. you got Memphis. Oh my God, Memphis is crazy now. You got somebody running around putting himself live on Facebook and he kills four people live on Facebook. Oh my word. you know, it's just crazy stuff. It's abs- And how long do we coddle? I keep
3: hearing people say, "Let them out of jail." No, let, how about we put them in jail and throw away the key? Well, or maybe send them to the graveyard. But the, so I, I saw a, I saw somebody was uh, posted something a while back about a, a murder case. It may have been back in the fifties or sixties, and you look at the dates on when the murder happened and when the guy got the death penalty. It was like six months. I mean, it, it was not very long. Whereas today. It might be ten or fifteen years, maybe twenty-five years, which is insane. And, and so, if 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 justice is swift, then it can be justice. But when justice is not swift, it's not even justice. No, it's, it's, it's not. It's not even law. If you ask it's, me, it's it's crazy though because we we need it needs to be fast for it to be a, a, an effective um, deterrent. Because if half the people who remember it are dead, all right, Paul Calvert's here.
0: Wayne Beach just snuck in. He tried to do it real quietly, but he's, he's here. <laughs> I think he probably uh, rode his motorcycle. I'm here. We're going to be talking. Right now, I'm talking about crime in Little Rock. You want to join on the conversation? I'll open the phone lines. 501 823 501 823 You're getting tired of... Coming into – or do you even come back to Little Rock now? That's a, that's a good question. Don't forget about David Lucas Financial. If you're concerned about out-of-control government spending, you hear yelling over the weekend, saying that it looks like we're heading for a definite crash of a recession. She made that uh, that statement over the weekend. Uh, soaring inflation, political unrest. Well, it's why millions of Americans just like yourself that are investing – uh, and getting their nest stakes together, hoping to be able to retire, uh, are now uh, investing in silver and gold to help protect their nest stakes against the ravages of an inflation and oh you said, but Dave, gas prices have gone down yeah, they have i 'll talk about that before uh, this hour is up uh, it, it's a it 's a false narrative i 'll just tell you that. Uh, you know, David Lucas Financial is here to help you learn how to purchase silver and gold. There, there there's some there's some not tricks to it, but you gotta be very well educated about what to do when it comes to precious metals. Learn how silver and gold could help you protect your assets, but learn how to buy it. Five oh one two 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 thirty three fifteen. Uh the folks at David Lucas work with one of the only regulated and licensed and national wholesalers in the country. So you get direct prices from a dealer that you can trust. To learn more about buying silver and gold, it's 501-222-3315. That's David Lucas Financial. 501-222-3315 Investment Advisory Services are offered through David Lucas Financial, and Arkansas registered investment advisor back with you a morning of monday here on the dave ellswick show getting a new week underway wish that i had uh new news for you but i don't all right it's the same old same old going on here in the city more murders more shootings and uh the mayor not uh, getting it under control that's exactly what's happening here in in Little Rock. You had three killings over the weekend: one on Friday, two on Saturday. And uh, according to Paul, he said he was looking at the news and said eleven
3: shootings over the weekend. Yes, yeah, I saw, saw one of the headlines. I don't, I don't, uh, I don't know exactly what the time frame was on that. But, okay, but it,
0: well, that's that's no difference. I mean, it was only a few weeks ago that they had what sixteen shootings sixteen here yeah. in the in the city.
3: Yeah. I mean, how that's, long is this? How long has this got to happen, Mr. Mayor, before you put a stop to it? Well, that's the thing is. Though, I, I think one of the issues is that when someone's um, political philosophy is so broken that they don't know how to it fix, is broken, they don't know how to fix it. They just make it worse. It's yeah. exactly the problem. What he is suggesting that they do.
4: Uh, is not working. Yeah, let's let's throw some more money at social social programs. Yeah, yeah it's because <laughs> here's what the mayor says. Goals. The mayor is
0: on record as saying it's culture. That's right. He is the one who said that. All right. With that in mind, then, Mister Mayor, what is it going to take to
4: to change the culture? Because whatever you're doing ain't working. What's the Chicago mayor's name? What's her name? Lightfoot. Lightfoot. You know, I think he's using her model right now. You know, that's what it looks like. Well, they're just making us look bad. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Yeah, we're a sanctuary city, but
0: when they come here, we're sending them somewhere else. That's what she did. Mm-hmm. She had uh, what a little over a hundred uh, illegals sign up from Texas.
4: Yeah, she said, it. And
0: she said. I don't want them, you know. So she sent them to a couple of Republican areas
4: outside oh, wow. the city. Yeah, she said that. Uh, she said Abbott has turned us into a border state. Yeah, a, well, border, <laughs> a border. Maybe city.
0: you need. Need to be a border state to understand what the crap's going on down on the on the border. You get a hundred of them, and you think over three months, and you think that you're getting overrun. They get over a thousand a day, a day just in Texas alone. That's exactly right. I'm going to be, by the way, I'll be dealing with that uh, coming up in a week. Uh, Next week, I'll be going to Washington D.C. for hold their feet to the fire. Uh, I try to do that every year. It's been the last couple of years with COVID. And then I had a, a medical problem, had some surgery that I couldn't go. But I'll be there this year. And uh, we got all kinds of people coming on that this you're going is- to want to hear. Mm-hmm. You know, Holman, the guy you see, you know, used to be with uh, the uh, Border Patrol there on, uh, in, in Texas that you see on, on Fox a lot. He'll be joining us the first day. So he'll be on talking to us. So we got a lot of things that we'll talk about on uh, that Wednesday and Thursday. A week from this Wednesday and Thursday, I will be in uh, Washington, D.C. for Hold Their Feet to the Fire. I'm really burning the candle at both ends, all right? I'm going to Washington for Hold Their Feet to the Fire. I fly back Thursday evening. I get back around 6, and then I get up, come in, do the show on Friday morning, and then I get in my car and I leave on vacation. Oh. And I head down to head down to Florida. Wow. So I'll be doing my thing down to Florida for a couple of weeks. I, I always go to Florida about this time of the year uh, just to kick back. Next year, I have decided since Queen Elizabeth has, uh, died uh, that next year I'm going to do one of the things on my bucket list. I'm going to go to, to England. To England. That's that's my key. I'm looking forward to it. I got to know a guy from Parliament through uh, uh, Congressman Hill, mm-hmm. and he has invited me to have lunch with him Wow! at Parliament. So that's going to be hmm. cool. Wow. I'm looking forward to that. So, um, yeah, I, I kind of plan
3: out <laughs> for, for yeah. Dave Ellswick. Uh, can, can you make this a business trip? Yeah.
0: That, you know... Since I will be doing business, I might be able to write it off. I don't know. Maybe. Have to find out. See how to, how they do make that. that make if that money, I
3: can, make that money go I further. I
0: will believe. <laughs> me. I will. All right. Anyway, phone lines open to you. Five zero one eight two three zero nine six five. Five zero one eight two three zero nine six five. I've got to tell you, um, I I've been in touch with some people. As you know, I've been on the air here in Little Rock uh, for 23 years. And I wanted to... I tried to get the last good uh, police chief that I believe that we had here in uh, Little Rock was uh, 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 Chief Thomas. And uh, I got a hold of him and asked him if he'd come on and talk about what he'd do to clean it up again. Because when he came... He had a lot of cleaning up to do, and uh, he said nah he just he doesn't do that he won't be coming on and uh, hopefully maybe in October uh, we're going to get uh, a visit from uh, from doc Holliday because oh, yeah, i'm a I'm a good good friends with doc Holliday and i've I've invited him on I've invited Larry Jagley on and Larry said that Maybe a little bit more in the future, but right now there's some stuff going on that uh, there may be some lawsuits filed against the mayor about FOI, where he's going to not just get his hands slapped, he's going to get his butt busted uh, by uh, uh, because of some legal stuff. So uh, it's going to be interesting. So anyway, I've been try- I've been trying to get some of the old guard to come on and talk. Mm-hmm. They've been a little hesitant. <laughs> been a little hesitant because you know i 'll be honest it's not good in Little Rock right now No, it's not <laughs> it is not good in Little Rock right now it's something to keep in mind and uh, i mean we 're back in the nineties again you, we're back in banging in the rock
4: kind of times and your mayor is is uh right now here's uh, he's got some credit card problems well he's got that. credit
0: card problems he's 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 got problems where he 's the only mayor ever. Uh, in the history of Little Rock, to have his own security detail mm-hmm. and and you know i 'm going to tell you, I get tired of hearing this. I get tired of hearing like from the mayor and i and there's a there's a Congresswoman doing the same thing uh there's a mayor who's the mayor that just over the weekend said i 'm not going to pay the money back because i I upgraded my tickets to first class. And I charged taxpayers a little over $30,000 to do that. Hmm. And, she, and she said that she must fly first class because she's black. Now, that's what she said. She played the race card. It's not about being black or white, man. It's about wasting taxpayers' money.
3: That's, that's exactly right.
0: That's what you're doing. That's, and and where, where, that, did, that's, where did she go to spend $30,000? She bunch went of to first class. She just decided she'd go first class. We'll talk more about it when we come back. I'll dig that story up so we can talk about it. Here on the Dave Ellswick Show, I I just get tired of playing the race card. Bottom line is, it's the taxpayer's money. Back with you, Dave Ellswick Show. Uh, Wayne Beach is here. Paul Calvert's here. I'm here. Let me finish up uh, that story. I, I told you there was a mayor... That was refusing to pay back uh, some money to the city uh, for uh, updating her tickets from being, uh, you know, just coach to being business class and first class. And uh, I didn't have the mayor's name. It's uh, Democratic Mayor of New Orleans, Latoya Cantrell. Uh, She's refusing to reimburse the almost $30,000 of taxpayer money that she spent upgrading flights to first class or business class, despite the city policy that says that you can't do that. After she insisted it was for her safety as a black
3: woman. Because there's so many I people who get attacked for race on and in, co- in the coach portion of the planes. Yeah, that's, I mean, right. that's that, it, what it was there. It, it, it it's happened to you, hasn't it, Dave? I mean, you've been attacked for your race well, several times on an airplane, haven't you? I, I've been. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, uh, <laughs> look, I was thrown out with a with a, with a parachute. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you, were, you were tossed out a couple of times. You know, I'm just lucky. Yeah. Anyway, no. uh, I'm.
3: I'm well, I don't. Or wanna, did you see black people get tossed?
0: I not want to. I don't want to oh, stay oh, on this right. for very long. I just wanted to clear up who. It, was all right because i've got a special guest with us right now jason isaac is going to be with us he's from the texas policy foundation these are great folks uh they're the equivalency in texas of the heritage foundation Mm -hmm. and they do a great great job jason is very good as far as energy goes he's going to join us here on the dave ellswick show jason how are you today
5: I'm doing great. Great to be on.
0: Well, it's good to have you. He is the director of Life Powered. It's a national initiative of the Texas Public Policy Foundation to help us raise our American energy IQ. Look, it doesn't take you. It's not hard to raise your IQ when you see Gal, uh, Gavin Newsom in in California saying, "Hey, we're not going to do any more internal combustion engines after uh, uh, you know twenty thirty five And by the way, if you bought an electric car already, don't plug it in this weekend because we don't have enough power for you. So flintstone cars, well, yeah, it's, you use the. Yeah, feet. it's going to be Fred and his two feet. That's the, you know, that's what it says in the song. (laughs) And I I think that's what we're we're, we're getting back to. You know, I'm not saying that green energy is not the future of America. I think that green energy and I think that carbon-based energies all are an integral part of uh, America's future, uh, Jason. But, you know, are people so deluded by folks when they talk about green energy that they they can't see the forest for the trees
5: no absolutely they are and if you talk about the mayor of new orleans and and others these self-righteous coastal elites they think they're entitled that they get energy and really you talk about flying first class or getting upgraded class and then expecting taxpayers to pay for it that's what's happening across the eu right now The government is having to subsidize affordable, reliable energy, dense hydrocarbons, whether it's nuclear or fossil fuels, and so you're paying out of both pockets, and people just don't realize it. The polling overwhelmingly shows that people want to mitigate the changing climate, which has been changing forever, uh, but they don't want to pay anything extra, but they're being forced to with higher electric rates, with less reliability. Uh, and, and I think they're finally starting to wake up. Well, they're going to really wake
0: up over the winter time because they're already warm, warning about what heating oil is going to be like over this uh, this winter.
5: Well, I, I had written it, within the last couple of years that freezing deaths were already on the rise in Europe, mm-hmm. uh, and that's going to happen in the northeastern United States. I, I mean, in this day and age that people are freezing to death in their homes is just unbelievable. But it's the policies that have been put in place by Uh, these people that are focused on decarbonization, which doesn't do anything to improve the climate. It doesn't mitigate climate change. It just increases the cost of everything we do uh, and it puts a few leftist elites in control. So uh,
3: this is Paul Calvert here. Um, I I heard the other day that they're they're, uh, thinking that um, energy rates over in Europe may double this year. What is their... Is natural gas their primary source? Is it coal? Is it Oil, what, what is their natural gas, source of heat? Yeah, of these the places.
5: primary source is, is natural gas. And in some countries, like France, it, it's nuclear. And so they've been decommissioning nuclear plants way ahead of schedule. And now, now Macron's finally woke up and he says, wait, this, this really isn't working out too well. <laughs> Duh. You think he'd figure it out with the Yellow Vest protest from a few years ago. But uh, he, he's slow to learn as well. Uh, but yeah, it, it's coal, it, it's primarily natural gas, it's nuclear, and it's coal for electricity. But think about the products that we use, and this is where you've been de the uh, European Union and shifting those jobs to China, who could care less about the environment or human rights. And so you think about the abuses there. Uh, but yes, natural gas and the costs are skyrocketing, and they they banned fracking. I think, although with Liz Truss coming in as the prime minister of the UK last week, yeah, she surprised everybody. The fracking ban, she sure did.
0: And she 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 took away the the fracking ban, and they're gonna. They said within six months they'll be bringing up natural gas again in fracking. It, it just look. Germany gets the majority of their of their energy, natural gas, from Russia. That's what they've been doing. And yeah. and now they can't get it. Uh, Trump tried to warn them about it several years ago and said that we could supply that. And it might have gone a long way to stop... Uh, Biden and some of his insanity if we had been supplying that to them then instead of now we can't supply it because we're not even pulling it out of the ground. We're leaving it there, Uh, trillions of dollars worth of natural gas. Why don't you talk a little bit, if you would, for us, uh, Jason, about where we're at as an energy-producing nation right now.
5: Well, just a couple of years ago, we were energy independent. We were energy dominant. We are no longer. We, we, we consume about 20,000 barrels of oil a day. We produce about 15,000 barrels of energy equivalent. I'm sorry, 15 million barrels per day. So, we, But, again, we used to be energy dominant. But you've got this whole-of-government approach, whether it's the Department of Interior whether it's the Department of Energy, the EPA. They are weaponized against the oil and gas industry, the fossil fuel industry. In this country, and they've partnered with the largest financial institutions mm-hmm. in the world BlackRock, Vanguard, State uh, Street to decapitalize the hydrocarbon production businesses in the United States while they're shifting funds to, to, to businesses uh, in China. You look at who controls the these businesses and those three financial institutions I mentioned are specifically requiring the companies they invest in to decarbonize, to align with the Paris Agreement, which this whole decarbonization, we're a carbon based life form. It's really about dehumanizing the planet uh, as the World Economic hey, Forum really we, thinks we can't of the solution. That. And yeah and Larry Larry Fink, who's on the World Economic Forum, he's the head of BlackRock, the world's largest financial institution. They invest in banks, they invest in oil and gas companies, they invest in coal companies, and they tell them, you've got to decarbonize. That's like defooding a restaurant. That's defooding a grocery store, which the Biden administration has been pretty successful at doing thus far. And it's only going to get worse.
4: That's a good analogy, Jason.
0: Yeah, so, you know, the bottom line is, uh, I'm understanding that there's going to be a fight in the courts about this, because it seems to me, that it is against it should be it should be against the law. I think it is against the law that you can't just deny uh, a company uh, monies from your company because they happen to do things a different way.
5: Yeah, you're right. There's this antitrust violation, and we've got a couple of attorney generals around attorney general around the country that are looking into antitrust violations by these large financial institutions for corporate collusion. Uh, there, there's a, f- a framework that's out there uh, that we published in a paper, this corporate collusion paper that we published that really lays the framework for these attorneys general, and they're, they're looking into it. They're investigating now. Uh, but you've got this cartel-like mentality uh, of these, these financial institutions that are forcing businesses to do things that are contrary to what is in their best interest. It's contrary to what's in the best interest of the pension holders, these, these the teachers, these firefighters, because it's not BlackRock's money. It's firefighters. It's first responders. It's, it's teachers that have invested in pension funds within their states. They're taking their money and forcing these businesses to change course, which are contrary to the benefit of the shareholders and those businesses. And they say it's about saving the planet. Oh, we've got to save the planet. Well, they're trying to do that, and what they're doing is not helping the planet at all. It's actually hurting the people that inhabit it. All
0: right. Let's finish up our, our conversation here. We're talking to Jason Isaac. He is... Uh, Uh, with the Texas uh, Policy Foundation. It's a great foundation. Like I said, they're like the Heritage Foundation of Texas. That's what they're kind of like. Everybody knows that I use the Heritage Foundation a lot here on my show. They do a great job of digging into the facts and bringing the facts out to us, as does the Texas Policy Foundation, Public uh, Policy Foundation. They do the same thing. You've covered a couple of stories that I think our listeners would be interested in. For instance, uh, uh, looking at California's power grid is at record labels, uh, levels right now. In fact, they may not be able to meet their own energy needs, and this is before getting rid of all the internal combustion automobiles.
5: Well, they can't meet their own needs right now. They don't have enough electric generation on their own within their state to meet their needs right now, so they have to import electricity from their neighbors. And this is, I guess, an advantage for Californians to being part of a larger multi-state grid, unlike Texas that's essentially its own grid. But we don't have to rely on our neighbors, and we're not forced to export electricity. So California policymakers are pushing policies that are saying we're going to eliminate coal and natural gas and we'll just get it from Wyoming and Utah and Nevada and Arizona, and that's what they're doing. They're importing electricity from those states, which is increasing the cost for electricity in those states I just mentioned, um, because California is just willing to pay more for it. So they're outbidding other states, other communities. And imagine if you live in Nevada or Utah. The policies that people have that you didn't elect are increasing your cost, and that's exactly what's happening in These states are getting crushed. Uh, These policies are having the, the greatest impact on the least among us, more than anyone else. And that's why there's a group of over 200 civil rights organizations in the state of California called The 200 that are suing the California Air Resources Board saying their policies that they're putting in place violate the Civil Rights Act and have a discriminant. Uh, impact on communities of color more than anyone else all
0: right now you talk about another story that i had not heard before uh we've heard you know china is producing a lot of their power still by coal production uh on their electricity however as that country goes they can't meet their needs and they are now starting to ration electricity in china is that true well
5: They are, they are, that happens from time to time with peak demand so that they can keep industry powered. But they are, they're growing more coal, they're mining more coal than we use in the entire United States in a year. That's what they're increasing by in China this year. And just reports out last week say they're going to increase that even more. And coal is great dense energy. It's great for electric production. If you And it's even better if you utilize our American a pollution control technology And I've joked with members of Congress And uh, Senate testimony just a few weeks ago I said of all the technology that Chinese steal from us mm-hmm. It'd be nice if they'd utilize mm-hmm. our pollution control technology But like t- they don't uh, You know, in the so U.S. They're, just, they're they just burning it dirty CO2 and dumping it on their people It's emitted in China, it's everything. It's, it's it's really harmful if you don't use pollution control technology, and it impacts the global environment.
4: And I'd, I'd like to see how big their EPA department is in China. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's one guy. It's,
5: it's one guy that turns his back with a little. Bit yeah, of cash.
4: absolutely.
0: Uh, okay. Hey, Jason, we're out of time. It's coming along. I appreciate you coming on for my listeners who want to take some time, and you know, our people are not you know low grade, you know listeners they listen and they go check things out where where's a good place for them to come for texas policy uh to learn about what we just talked about today
5: you can go to dot com or you can go to life powered dot o-r-g life's powered by affordable reliable energy and humans flourish with it so check out life powered dot o-r-g jason been
0: a pleasure brother thank you so much and uh don't let those big fans get frozen up this winter
5: and we'll do our best. We'll heat them up with propane. Okay.
0: Thank you very much. All right. Dave Ellswick Show, Jason Isaac, our special (coughs) guest. Time for us to get a break here. Don't forget about P.I. Roofing. P.I. Roofing is more than just roofing. I've been telling you about this. Their construction, their gutters, their windows, they can do all of it. i got to give them a call. Um, I don't know if I'm going to do it this week or wait until October just because I need to have them come out and look at my – you know, my stuff out in the backyard around the pool and stuff, and uh, do some work on it. I don't know if I got time to get them out there this week and next week. I, I got so much, th- so many things going on. But bottom line, they can handle all of that for you over at PI Roofing Construction uh, Gutters. As far as windows, of course, they are known for their professionalism and their great work on your roof. That's PI Roofing, PI Roofing dot com or five O one seven oh seven thirty five fifty one. That's how you get in touch with the the professionals at PI Roofing. Good information there for you by Jason Isaac. Hope you use it. Go to uh their website, you know, with the Texas uh Policy Foundation and and uh take a look at that information so that you can keep yourself educated as uh president bush used to say and uh you know know what you're talking about because i'm going to tell you what the people that are talking from the other side they don't know what they're talking about have you ever have you ever just sat and and read twitter have you ever read twitter just read some of the stuff that people post on twitter no no, no, i I just
4: shake my head
3: well oh my god part of the problem is it's 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 treated like a religion and these so-called scientists are like the priests and the the adherents to this religion are just blind um worshippers and I, I think that's that's one of the problems is that we 've got so many people that that they don't know what 's going on but they they just believe it like it's faith here 's the key if somebody
0: posts something on Twitter and this is anybody whether they're they're uh ultra liberal they're a progressive or a super conservative if they post something and you say you know show
4: where you got that information and they can't do it don't believe it if you want to lead a conversation or lead a debate or anything else any discussion or anything the best way to do it is ask questions because they run out of ammunition pretty quick yeah
3: well they don't they don't have any.
0: Information.
3: We, most of the time, I think we're dealing with with people that just simply don't know what they're talking about. Even the college professors, in a lot of cases, I think it's like, well, we just accept the consensus. These experts over here, and so I think what what ends up happening is you've got all these people with credentials who haven't studied the issue themselves. They just accept the the so called facts from somebody else out here, and nobody really knows. What's um what's going on for the most part, and it's and it's, it's it's a mess because then we've just we've got these people all up in arms in, in a hysteria, and, and they're they're wanting to make serious um, policy changes that will end up killing people, and um it's a mess. I could take you back to
0: the '90s. All right, when I was working, still working in news, and uh, I came back to Indiana to work. I had been hired by WIBC. To be a state House reporter and I was brought back and uh, the first story I was sent on by Stan Lear was a, a press conference that was held by a, a bunch of groups that were talking about hunger in Indiana, mm-hmm. people not having enough food to eat. And they stood up in, in the rotunda of state capitol and they said this and they said that and they presented this and they presented that and they got to the end and i'm there i was the only radio station that was there couple newspapers star was there uh and uh all the major tv stations there in in the city were there and we're all listening to this and the cameras are rolling and stuff and uh they get done and they start, uh, you know, the, the the media start packing their stuff up. And I I just thought to myself, now wait a second. Yeah, they just told you all this stuff. Where'd they get all this stuff from? Yeah,
4: did you ask any
0: questions? No questions, right? <laughs> so I started asking, I said, you know, you just mentioned how, you know, percentage of of children that go to, to bed without a meal over the course of a year in Indiana. Where did they determine that? Yeah. What study? Show me the study. Crickets.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Crickets. Nobody knew. Was, no, they didn't. They didn't have anything to back up anything. You said, "Here's what they did. They all got in a little gathering behind, the, talking. They come up with, 'We'll have to. We'll have to get back to you about that.' You know. And okay, <laughs> or let's I, circle back. <laughs> and then, and then, we, you got any other questions? I'd ask, I asked. I asked three questions. Mm-hmm. Didn't get an answer to any of them. Uh-huh. And as soon as I asked the third one, and no question, no answer came. All the people during the second question were putting their cameras back up and turning them back on. I'll be there. I'll be then there. they didn't want to be there anymore, oh. and it just it just foolish stuff. They make statements and they don't have nothing to back it up. They Nothing. Just,
4: they just accept it and regurgitate it That's
0: exactly them. what it is. Um, they have, they have faith
3: that their so-called facts are true.
0: It's amazing. It's just amazing just that they do that. Just believe what we tell you. <laughs> and then you read these people on, and, and look, it runs both gamuts on both ends of the, of the political spectrum. People make statements, and I'm just telling you, stop lying. You know, stop lying. It's not necessary. Well, I guess it is. If I feel it is if you're on the left. you got to lie. That's the only way way you can get people to do anything all right we gotta take a break i'm fired up today I i'm fired tell. up today i was really irritated by game a uh, game of dragons last night you know not much to it last
4: night well would you, i'm glad you got a mat on
0: finally. i got a mat on all right we're taking a break we got more to talk about stick around wayne's here paul's here i'm here it's the dave ellswick show Continue. We plow on on a Monday. Heidi is well awake. I'm well awake. We got. I'm pretty. I got pretty good uh, rest over the weekend. You know. Plus, it was a good weekend. Look, uh, Razorbacks won. My Colts tied. The Bears won. Do
3: they not go into a tiebreaker?
0: Well, yeah, they play a regular another period, and if they're still tied, they stay tied because they they got to the point where they they didn't want to continue to play because uh the guys get tired and, and that's how people get hurt yeah. Yeah. you know so they, they didn't want to do it. I think that they should take up a little bit of that, that what they do as far as uh uh, college goes, except that you can't kick field goals because they can kick field goals so far in in you know professional yeah, ball. So they, they almost anyway. get in the
3: other end zone. Yeah, just about, <laughs> just
0: about the same. I remember uh, the son of Flubber. You remember that? <laughs> you remember that movie? Uh, yeah. uh, uh Wayne, the son of Flubber. Did, did it finally hit and the they moon? They filled, they filled, yeah, they filled the football <laughs> up with it with the, 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 the gas. gas. Yeah, it just kept on going. Yep. It just kept on going.
4: It went past Sputnik. <laughs> Remember,
3: beep, 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 and
4: there goes the football. <laughs> that was one of those uh, one of those kind of movies, like you see Shark, Sharknado type thing. You know? I love those there's, movies. There's, there's, those movies just seem like man. I still they come up with that. Stuff. I can I can watch Flubber with
0: Fred McMurray and laugh my butt off watching that movie when they're playing that, that basketball game when they put the Flubber on, on the bottom shoes. of their shoes. That's uh, hilarious. So that's going back. If you're a millennial, I forgive you that you don't know what
3: I'm talking about. I I do remember that. But I'm trying to remember what was the order of that. Who was actually playing? Was it one of his sons that he started off putting the the stuff on his shoes?
0: I forget. Um, I forget how that went. I just know that Fred McMurray was in the movie mm -hmm. because he was 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 the absent-minded professor. professor. Now, the remake, it was Robin Williams, was the – the absent-minded professor. Yeah,
4: Robin did a couple, couple, couple of those as, as well as uh, what was the um, uh, Eddie Murphy did some of them too. I oh think. yeah, nutty professor.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, nutty professors. I still think Buddy Love, the best Buddy Love, was Jerry Lewis. Yep, he was perfect as Buddy Love. Yep, he showed up at the nightclub. After he had drank the elixir and he was Mr. Cool. And then he would change and he would take, you know, he had the big Dulled old buck dry. teeth and all <laughs> that. Yeah, it was great. Great movies. I don't know if I ever saw that one. All right. So, anyway, bottom line, enough of that. Enough of that. I'm chasing rabbits all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. That's easy for me to do, especially bring up movies. Like I will home. bring up that the classic movie is tomorrow night over at, uh, of course, Riverdale 10, uh, 7 o'clock. Clint Eastwood, Good, Bad, and the Ugly. Mm-hmm. If you've not seen that movie on the big screen, you need to go see it on the big screen. The Civil War reenactments in that movie are pretty pretty impressive, yep. to say the least. It's a good movie. You'll, you'll enjoy it. The Man with No Name is in that one. That, that's Clint Eastwood, by the way, just so you'll know. He, people don't realize how much he changed the whole face of the modern Western when he came on with the man on no name. And then, of course, uh, the outlaw, Josie Whaleson, hang him high. When ha- hang him high. You can draw a line right there. Hang him li- li- high. That's where John Wayne's Western ended and, and the Clint Eastwood, Eastwood era began. I
3: had never thought about what you're just saying. There was The Clint Eastwood kind of changed the – the tenor, I guess. Yes, he did. because you have the John Wayne, um, Roy Rogers type westerns where the, you've got the the good guy wearing the white hat type situation. They're Shane pleasant. And some of those. Oh yeah, the well, Clint Eastwood east, east, was a lot more crusty.
0: Yeah, yeah. I my my favorite uh, Eastwood movie western uh, goes is it's a tie. Okay, it's a tie. High Plains Drifter, and then uh, the other is. Uh, Uh, um, Josie Josie Wales. Wales.
4: Josie Wales is a good movie. What
0: a great movie that is. And uh, it's just fun to watch, that movie, about sod busters and all of that kind of stuff in Oklahoma. All right, a break as far as movies go. Let's move on. And uh, let's talk a little bit about yesterday. Yesterday was the 21st remembrance of uh, Mm 9-11. Did you
4: take time to remember? I did think about it's it. Hard you know, it's hard to believe that it was 21 years ago because yeah. it seems so fresh. I guess because it was. A, I'm wondering what we're doing to be proactive rather than reactive like that again. Not much when you well, look at our southern border. And that's what I'm thinking is uh, how vulnerable we are today compared to what we were. You know, just a just a uh, uh, back to 21 years ago. Are we at the same point now? Hmm. It just it makes uh, you think about it. It was a good excuse for government to grow. Uh,
3: yeah. Yeah, it that, did grow. Yeah, I mean, it was. It was. That, I think that was one of the big things. The big takeaways is that they, the government did use it as an excuse to expand their power and take take away our rights. Well, it's all about safety. You
4: yeah. know what I mean? <laughs>
3: what did
0: Franklin say? Hmm. You remember what Franklin said about that trade? Yeah, people trade a little bit of uh, freedom for a little bit of safety. In the end, I have neither. Yeah. you don't right. have neither, and that's a, and we've seen that happen now because you know that Pfizer court was supposed to be perfect, couldn't get you know false <laughs> you know narratives past those judges, mm-hmm. and sure right. enough, well,
3: FBI did. Well, when when there's even on the in the the lower level courts that we're around here is that if a judge illegally signs a warrant from what i gather there's not much recourse how do you hold him accountable yeah how do you hold him accountable because you can't you can't go personally arrest the guy the prosecutor is not likely to arrest the guy that's called qualified immunity right and so there's (laughs) there's there's not much you can do to hold these guys accountable. And so they you should set up these not secret vote for courts. them the next time. Right. but at the federal level, you can't vote for them anyway. And so the, there's there's just not much you can do. And, um, and in some cases, there's there's just not enough people running for judge positions. And so you've got you've got positions where there there's no options. There's one guy running for the position because there's just not enough Candidates available, and one of the reasons why there's not enough candidates available is, is because they, they've severely limited the number of pe- the the people who are allowed to run. You have to be an attorney,
4: which eliminates almost all the good people. But but however, uh, you don't have to be an attorney to be a scotus, Sup- a supreme court yes, justice. You're,
3: you're right. Court. You're right. There is no requirement to be an attorney to be a supreme court justice. So I I could be a supreme court justice, but I can't be a um, a local district court judge. That's right. <laughs> Yeah, I tur-
0: I turned down Supreme Court. Did you? Yeah. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> they called me and said, Dave, we need your common sense. No. I said, Yeah, no. Don't want to do that. Don't want everybody marching in front of my house. <laughs> <laughs> Won't happen that. Anyway, Bob It's <laughs> so Dave Ellswick Show, seven fifteen. Let's get a break in and then we'll come back. We got a lot to talk about yet here today. But, uh the president used yesterday as a as a day to he said that yesterday was not a day to remember. It was about the future. No. That is absolutely wrong. Yesterday was a day to look back at what happened on uh, September 1st. And who did it? Hello. And who did it? And. Uh, he wanted to take it and turn it into a referendum to violence, and uh, January 6th, that's what he was trying to do. All right, let's take a break. Uh, Hillcrest Designer Jewelry, Eric Coleman. Eric is just such a great guy. He's been a jeweler for over 40 years. He knows what he's doing. Uh, he, can, he can make it from zero to, to 100 You can take you and make a a ring or a bracelet or a necklace or whatever you want to do and make it uh, reflect the person that you're buying it for. Or if you want to buy things that he has on display, you can do that as well. He's at 3000 Kavanaugh, uh, Sweet E. Uh, By the way, if you're wanting to buy a ring or a necklace or a bracelet or whatever for Christmas time, I know you say, Dave. It's still it's still September yeah but it takes a while for Eric to do what he does. So get in and see him. Tell him what you want to get done so he's got plenty of time to get it done so that on uh, Christmas Eve it's all boxed up in a pretty box and everything and ready to be given to the person that you want to give it to. Visit him at 3000 Cavanaugh, Sweet E. He's open 10 to 6, Monday through Saturday. You can call him, 501 246 Fifty-five. When it comes to jewelry, there's only one place you need to go. Repair, you know, design, whatever. Hillcrest Designer Jewelry. All right, I always remind you that as I look around, I feel like I'm back in the mid-70s again. I feel like I'm in the Jimmy Carter era. Just because you're hanging around me? Yeah, well, no. No, Just because I remember that era. Uh, And something happened over the weekend that brought that back in spades to me. Uh, The Pentagon has, again, urged soldiers struggling to feed their families to apply for welfare.
4: I remember something about that.
0: That happened during Jimmy Carter era. Yes, it did. I mean, I know because I was in the military at the time. I was just an E3 at that time. Mm-hmm. The Daily Wire reporting that the Pentagon is recommending U.S. soldiers struggling with soaring food prices apply for welfare. And a move that underscores both low military pay and the economic headwinds facing the nation as a whole. The recommendation came last month from the Sergeant Major of the Army, Michael Griston, and directs Army soldiers and their families to apply for food stamps through the Federal Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program, known by the acronym SNAP. The Political Insider reporting food insecurity for troops is not a new problem. But the recent surge in inflation has put service members in an even tougher situation. Rent has gone up. (laughs) Yeah. The Laughing Libertarian says billions and billions for Biden's suicidal Green New Deal and Ukraine, but no money to feed our soldiers and their families
4: and that hmm.
0: that's something a, that's exactly how it it's worked that's the way it was it was that way it, when Reagan came in i cannot tell you the difference you who served at that time know what i'm saying you had carter we were on food stamps reagan came in the first thing he did was get us a 10% pay raise in the first 2 years mm-hmm. and that changed everything right it changed everything, and uh, this is we've gone back to it. Why? Because this is the way that Democrats always do. Always do. They don't give a rat's you patoot about military men and women.
4: They but, don't. And and you see this in other other uh, er, other uh, uh, areas within the government as well as things is that you see a lot of top heaviness in the government in other words up the elites sure they get they get paid a lot but these these underlings the ones that are actually doing the work well, and actually protecting this country you know well i, I think i think part of what, what
3: the issue is that we've we've had bad government policies and um inflation is is driving problems and we've got rent has gone up a lot in the last year or so. Mm-hmm. Well, that's because you're just greedy. Paul. I, I guess that's what it is. But I mean, as, as a landlord, though, you, I, I'm, surprised. <laughs> I'm surprised. I'm at, surprised at at where rent is right now and the demand for housing, mm-hmm. and it's 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 kind of crazy actually. You know, But I mean, but our prices are going up too. When I mean, it wasn't we we for crying out loud, well, two, you, two can by can fours you, for ten dollars a piece. Can you even charge rent yet? Yeah. Oh, you can? Yeah, you can. You can command them to pay for, you? For a while there, the, the federal government was, was basically putting out threats of, um, like, five or $10,000 fines for landlords kicking out deadbeat tenants, essentially. Um, if, if tenants didn't pay their rent and and, and whatnot, it's like there, there wasn't a lot that, that people could do. I think the Supreme Court or somebody finally determined, well, that was unconstitutional. But what are we going to do about it now? Well, but a good comrade— all
0: right, a good comrade out there looks at somebody like you and says, "How dare you make somebody pay rent? Yeah, how dare you do that? You don't just supply them what they have yeah, that they I, I need." Mean, and and
3: during, during the COVID thing, I think I had a couple of tenants just just quit paying altogether. Just they just didn't pay again. I mean, it's like it's like it's like for for maybe at least a year. Well, that's what the government was telling. Them. I mean, yeah. so there's, there's just not.
4: Um, we had I don't some rental property do yeah. the exact same thing. Well, time. and so
3: the, the 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 thing is that when when the government messes things up, and, and causes things to get behind, and so you've got maybe you've got a bunch of landlords out there that had properties that people weren't paying the rent, and they weren't kicking them out, and so then they tear the pr- properties up. They end up being empty empty for a while, or they're having to re- repair them after the extensive damage that gets mm-hmm. done, and so that takes housing off the market. Then you've got. Um, disruption in um, house building, where um, houses were not being built for a while, so there's a, there's a shortage there, and then you have then you also have people from like California and maybe Oregon and um, Washington State that are moving to to places that are that are less likely for their children to get their throats cut because of the, the lower crime here in some of these states like Arkansas and. Don't, we'll, don't come uh, to Nogue. Not uh, Little, Little we're catching up. Not Little Rock, but but I mean just but just like the my my area here there in Greenbrier, it's it's one of the safest places in the country from from a crime standpoint from what I understand. There was I had some people move in from California a while back and I don't think they even had any family in the area. They just moved here because it was like well that's the best place in the country. Like, that's like the safest place from a crime. Did you standpoint. ask them,
0: Did they leave their political beliefs at home?
3: Actually, they were, i think they were actually fairly conservative people. Well,
0: no, that's good. The, the, the guy was a—I don't want to hear fairly
4: conservative. Yeah, the guy, I don't the guy want to was hear heli- conservative. The guy was you a know, helicopter well,
3: mechanic. he had been in the military. I think maybe retired out of the.
4: Out okay, of the, good.
3: Uh, Air Force or something.
4: I think that military thing that you just talked about—you just kind of hit on it. Is that back whenever you had the draft or even whenever you have – you had people that would actually – now they're having a real problem having people getting people to go mm-hmm. in the military. And it's not just because – it's, it's, uh, it's, well, it's because you, of the the paradigm we're in now with this, this, this democratic – Transgender, socialist – Garbage, garbage, garbage. And, the, and if you're, if you're going have to have to
3: wonder about these guys taking a shower with you, if they're going to be ogling you – yeah. That's that's not wonder. very much fun.
4: Yeah, you need to accept. You need to accept this. You know. Yeah, those, I need to
3: accept the fact that the guy in the shower
4: is going. Oh. <laughs> what did I thought the funniest thing I, I've heard is the 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 one about the the guy that said, uh, you know, if you go in the 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 girls' restroom with my daughter in there, you know, and you identify as a man. Well, I'm going to identify as a tooth fairy, and you're going to lose a few teeth. (laughs) I'm going to collect. That's it. I'm going to collect. And
0: I
3: don't have any problem with that thought process. Well, I mean, if some pervert walks into the bathroom behind your daughter or your wife, it's like – that's a problem. <laughs>
0: Look, if there's somebody wearing a dress but has a three day growth of beard on their face <laughs> and they're going into the women's restroom, I got a problem. Mm-hmm. I got a problem with and it's that. It's not a bearded lady either. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean I, this, well, when, this and, goes beyond what was going on. And you see and,
2: and you the,
3: the, the muscle tone of a man, and you see the yeah.
0: You remember in France? Uh, this was back in the in the nineties. And uh, the women were always complaining that there were not, and, and they had a right to complain, there weren't enough female restrooms in the stadiums. Facilities. Yeah. And they started selling a product that was called El Funel. Do you remember that? Mm-mm. It looked like a funnel. Yeah. And the uh, women would go to into the men's, the men's restroom at that point yeah. and use the, uh, urinals. The, the urinals at that point, And they used what, what looked like a funnel. Is what they use. It was called El
4: Funel. I must have missed that
0: one. Yeah, that was around. That was <laughs> the France. I, I, I that know that. Ex- that
3: was their answer. <laughs> I knew too. those exist, but I mean, you know, th- but, they did. Well, I mean, uh, uh, well, pe- people um, um, accommodate, or well, the, they, they find solutions to problems. Uh, yeah,
4: you know, and and the men in Europe, uh, the world is very you uniform. Know? I mean, you go in Paris now, and they'll everywhere. I mean, wow. you smell it everywhere. Oh. Well, I
3: I have a solution. Just you know, I I think most men don't care if women come into the men's bathroom and use the stalls. I I, I just say you know what? Open up the men's bathroom and make them unisex, and then have a women's bathroom for those who want privacy. Because I think most men would not care if women come into the men's bathroom and use the stalls. I don't know about but that. Maybe I'm wrong, but I mean, I mean, it, it's. I think it's just one of those things that that. It, it, just like the issue in France. I bet the men' I bet the men don't care but um but I know it makes women very uncomfortable to have men's men in the women 's bathroom but
0: i don't know if you know performance anxiety is something that strikes me sometimes when i'm in the men 's restroom i'm just saying standing next to somebody you don't know, you know, and there's a little what about an inch piece of wood between the two of you. You know, at the at, uh, at the urinals,
4: we don't know what kind of attitude he's got. Man, yeah, well, if he might
0: be from the left and start peeing on my shoe. I don't know. <laughs> just, I'm just saying i'm Might. just saying yeah I, I don't know about that paul i don't know if i'll go along with that total <laughs> just talk look process. At him say,
4: you're not from running here are you <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah
0: yeah don't be don't be on my shoe and tell uh, me it's raining all right uh, just don't be trying to do that all right it's dave elswick show and uh but again the the federal government the pentagon the official arm of the united states military telling soldiers. Apply for food stamps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Get food stamps. That's crazy. Yeah, that, that's that's ridiculous. Well, not, Should if, not
3: happen. If they're not just adjusting the the rent stipends quickly enough, then if 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 rent goes from eight hundred dollars a month to twelve hundred dollars a month, and your electricity bill goes up, then all of a sudden that's that's that might be another four hundred fifty bucks a month or so that you have to come up with with nothing all right so senator
0: manchin finds out that deal that he came to with with uh, schumer might not be all that strong with the rest of the democrats we'll talk about that here on the dave ellswick show but first bill o'reilly wants to join us here on one oh one one fm the answer so we left we left talking about uh, uh senator manchin this is from the uh, Associated Press. Democrats desperately needed the vote of Senator Joe Manchin of West Virginia to get their signature legislation priority across the finish line. So they did what Washington does best. They cut a deal. Manchin said he secured a commitment from President Joe Biden and Democratic leaders, Schumer to be one of them, to move a permitting streamlining package for energy projects through Congress before December 30th, the end of the current fiscal year. Now the climate bill is law and Manchin is ready to collect. But D uh, but key Democratic constituency groups are lining up against the proposal ...calling it bad for the country and the climate. Senator Bernie Sanders of Vermont and dozens of House Democrats agree. Fox News reporting nearly a third, nearly a third of House Democrats warned Speaker Nancy Pelosi Friday against uh, tying this month's must-pass government funding bill to legislation spurring oil and gas drilling that is desired by Senator Joe Manchin of West Virginia. 71 House Democrats penned a letter to Pelosi warning that the bill's inclusion will force them to seriously consider voting against the short-term government funding measure known as a continuing resolution. And uh, uh, Schumer, from what I understand, is bending hard towards those people on the left. Mm -hmm. So uh, let's see what happens with Manchin now. Let's well, see how he feels now that they buried the knife right between his shoulder blades.
3: Yeah. No, I mean, the thing is, though, that okay, so this is public quid pro quo, and Mansion didn't get his. It sounds like I mean, he he made a deal. If if you do this, I'll do that, and he did that, and they did, and they're not going to do it. They're not going to come up with their he end of sure the bargain. No, this is this is quid pro quo. This is this is um, um, it's it's kind of like bribery. But um, and so he, they bought
4: his vote, and now they're not willing to pay. It sounds like that's, that's exactly, and I guarantee I mean, you next time, next time they do something like that, <laughs> it's, it's not. So going to they're, well for they're it.
0: thinking they're they're thinking they want to get rid of the filibuster. It ain't going to happen on Mansion <laughs> Vote. Manchin, watch it, won't. I can tell you that's not going to happen. But here's the other thing that's of interest. Since he flipped and made that deal. Manchin in West Virginia was very, very popular. He had about a sixty five percent, you know, uh positive That's going for now. him. When he flipped and worked with the Democrats, it was a one eighty. He went from sixty five percent popular to sixty five percent unpopular. Negative, yeah. That quickly. So will he get reelected his next
4: time around? That's questionable.
0: I mean, it's not this time. It'll be uh, four years from now.
4: All he had to do was do the right thing. That's the whole
0: key, Wayne. If you do the right thing, you don't have to worry about this stuff
4: that's but the thing is he 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 they enticed him with a little tidbit to try to get him to come on except their the side. bribe except the bribe and and we'll go and and this ought to be a lesson right. I mean, to it, a lot of politicians it, that are out there it's today. illegal
3: it's illegal for arkansas legislators to do that I mean, i'm not sure they do that all the time but but it is actually illegal if i, if I understand the arkansas constitution correctly i think it's the arkansas constitution that, that the states it but it's it, look scratch your back scratch my back has been sure basis since it, cain it, and abel it, 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 on, it, it, it has been it, it has been a, a common practice i think but it's, it's just that it, this is this is just a very very public example of it and it's like okay you just bribe
4: that guy to vote for something
3: and now you're not going to pay him.
4: kind of reminds me of that follow statement it says, just because I said it doesn't necessarily make it so. It's the truth. That's the truth. You can say whatever
0: you want, uh, but when push comes to shove, can you do what you've said that you're going to do?
4: <laughs> Notice that the president's
0: not saying nothing.
4: Well, you know, like I said, this, this is where if, if politicians are actually, and candidates now, are, are paying attention, Manchin is a perfect, that, that scenario that you just talked about. He's he has had a knife stab, stabbed right in his back by the Democrat the House uh, I mean the, uh, the Senate Democrats and the right and the between Democrats. the shoulder blades uh-huh. man and yet at the same time and then and then he doesn't have the support now back, back of his home. people yeah you, you you that's a double loss then yeah. and you know when he made that statement like I was telling you earlier he made that statement that says if I can't go back to my constituents and explain why I voted that way. Right then, I don't need to be voting that. See, way. he can't now. Now he can't he's gotta, go back.
0: Now, now he just got to say, "I thought I could do this, and I couldn't." Now he's a man without a state. They snookered mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe maybe he'll grow a spine. You know, they snookered me. Maybe too late. Yeah, maybe, that's maybe the key. too late It but, may
3: be too late now.
4: Yeah. But maybe maybe it'll maybe it'll maybe it'll help him wake up a little. Yeah, who knows. Yeah, but did, I agree with that. Uh, Dave said says so that stuff's been going on for a long time. Oh, right? sure, it has. No, there's no doubt that that this uh, you had to be careful who you hook your wagon
3: sure. to. Yeah, sure. Vice well,
0: President Kamala Harris said Saturday that she quote can't wait unquote to cast her vote to end the archaic Senate filibuster in order to advance measures that protect abortion at a federal level and implement voting reform legislation. Sorry. Uh, BP, you probably won't get to cast that that deciding Manchin's vote. Manchin's not going to go for it. <laughs> yeah, Mansion probably not going to and, fall on and your you side. Want those gun restrictions,
4: mm, yeah. I,
0: I think those probably out the window too. Yeah. So anyway, got that. Did you hear what she said on uh, uh, was on Face the Nation? It's the one that Todd does. Uh, anyway, he asked her about uh, was the southern border secure. Did you hear that? She, she Oh, a straight face, right into the camera. The, the border on the on the on the south is secure. And Todd, if you could have seen his face, it was amazing. Like he said, with all the people that are coming across the border. Yeah, but they're are you saying? About- are you saying that the border? <laughs> I mean, he gave her a second chance. is secure. She says, "Yes, the border is secure." You know, they don't have any
4: problem looking at you as an American and just lying their face off. Well, you know how they do it, they, Dave. What they do is they say, yes, the border's secure, but they don't tell about whose border is secure.
0: Yeah, well, you know? if you're going into Mexico, it's border. It's, it's secure, but not if you're coming here in the United States. You know, it's just it's sad. Well, it's sad that well, they lie to the American uh, people. They can lie. change
3: the definition of terms and, and – yeah.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> I forget now. It is a Democrat lexicon. You got to get the lexicon out. Yeah. What do they mean by secure? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> just... What does the word secure mean? That's if yeah. I always okay. said whenever you argue with somebody from the left know what their lexicon is because you may be using the same words well, but you're it, getting different it, definitions and it,
3: and it, to be fair with some of these democrats it might not even be dishonesty it may just be that they're so poorly educated that they just don't know the difference they don't they're
4: not smart enough to know they're lying do you know biden still hasn't been down to the boar Still no, hasn't he's been. not been
3: there. He well, maybe hasn't been maybe been he doesn't want to get. I mean, killed. Harris hasn't been there in waited over a year. Maybe he knows there's, there's a, a violence on. problem down at the border.
4: He didn't want to get hurt. He didn't want to get attacked. And now, now you know you're you're down there. The I was watching the uh, uh, the chief of the border uh, Border Patrol down there. He was he he basically said, "I'm not taking a bullet for this." And he was saying he said, "This is this is out of control here on the border," and it says it says it's not secure. And that's even though his boss is saying saying yes, this say everything's okay and you need to make sure those gates are open, those those people are coming through. Uh and, and whenever he said w well, who was it that said was it Kamala that said that or, or about about that people just don't walk across the border. They're just not walking no, it was Biden that said that was it. He said said people just don't walk across the border. Yeah,
0: they, you know no, they that? they unlocked the gate for them. <laughs> Right, they unlocked the gate where That's it's where he locked.
4: Was, he wasn't lying.
0: <laughs> yeah, it said on, uh, on Sunday's meet, the, it was meet the press. Uh, viewers learned that there are indeed Democrat lies so preposterous even Chuck Todd won't fall for them. During his exclusive interview with Vice President, Todd appeared flabbergasted by Harris's claim that the southern border is secure. Towards the end of a wide-ranging interview that touched on topics from the 2022 midterms to abortion, Todd asked Harris about the ongoing crisis at the southern border in which a record number of illegals have been crossing over into the United States. He said, uh, We're going to have 2 million people cross this border for the first time ever. You're confident this border is secure? Harris said, I think that there is no question we have to do what the president and I asked Congress to do. The first request we made, pass a bill to create a pathway to citizenship. The border is secure, but we also have a broken immigration system in particular over the last four years before we came in, and it needs to be fixed. Ms. Vice President, we didn't have this flux of people coming into this country four years ago. It had been curtailed,
4: and it's not a recession. Yeah,
0: she's just looking at you. She's gonna look at you. and She's gonna lie to your face. They think that you're so stupid they can
3: lie to your face. Well, I mean, they, they got ele- she, she got elected for crying out loud. Maybe she believes that the people are stupid. I mean,
4: there, there's there's some I truth to they that. Do. I think. Well, they there's some I think there is they... some, there's some degree of truth to to them thinking that people are stupid. I mean, we can tell them anything <clears throat> and they'll believe us because we are. The, the we are the authority. Well,
3: they've they've got a monopoly in the so-called education institutions across the United States. They've got a monopoly in a lot of the public schools. They 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 are the teachers, quote unquote, and so people believe them in many cases, which is incredibly unfortunate.
4: Mm. Yeah, not (laughs) that's an understatement. Yeah, Yeah, I
3: mean it's it's, when when we give someone the status of quote unquote teacher. Then for some reason, people believe them that's, that's, in, in spite of the fact that they they can 't even get the first question on a test right, which is male or female
4: or anything else or animal right. are you a giraffe
3: all right let 's get
0: a break in Pat Davis what are your pronouns can save you some money thirty to fifty percent on health insurance i've been talking about this for a long time. You know this, and if you haven 't called. I got a question why you haven't called. Why wouldn't you want to save 30 to 50% on your health insurance? I know you're going to say, well, I didn't call because it's too good to be true. How do you know? I can give you countless people who have called Pat and found out that what he was saying was absolutely right. That he can save you 30 to 50% on health insurance, he can get you away from no co pays, he can cut down your deductibles. If you're a self-employed individual, he can save you a lot of money. And if you're a small business owner, you want to still uh, give uh, health care, health insurance uh, to your workers, Pat Davis is the way to go. His phone number is 501-605-6935. 501-605-6935. Or visit him online by what everybody knows him as your health plan man it's your dot com we got to finish it up man and we're ready already to finish the first uh two hours of this show unbelievable guys it is we have we have touched on all the big issues today that uh, we've done i'm i'm trying to track down a rumor and I won't tell you what the rumor is because it's a rumor. So I'll, I'll, I'm just waiting until I like, find out if there's any truth to the matter. But I, I just want to know, how long is it going to take the folks of Little Rock to get rid of this charlatan, this charlatan who's the mayor right now? Mm-hmm. I mean, I look, I understand you have a lot of pride in your race. Okay, I understand that. I don't have any problem with that at all. But your... Your young men and women are bleeding out in the streets of Little Rock because you have an inept individual running this city. And, and it don't matter if he's the same color as you are. You need to throw him to the curb and move on. Exactly. You got
3: to move
4: on. And breathing's pretty valuable too. I, I mean,
0: would think it's <laughs> important. It's really important.
3: I mean, Absolutely, keep staying alive
4: is pretty important. People, people really need to realize here in Little Rock that you do have a problem. I agree with you, Dave. You got a, you got a real, you got an elephant in the room, and you don't, you're not. He's you're a not charlatan. Yeah. This is a guy who,
0: by the end of the year, by the their own their own uh, information coming out of from FOIA, that will have spent almost nine hundred thousand dollars to protect his butt.
3: No personal security.
0: Yeah, just he's uh-huh. picked up in the morning. He's taken to lunch. He's taken whenever he wants to have a drink. he's, he's taken out to go watch the Razorbacks play. He travels all over the country. He's charging it to you. Wow. It's just like you said uh, earlier uh, in in the show, Wayne. He's got he's got credit cards that we're not knowing how much that he's uh, that he's charging on them mm-hmm. because they refuse. To uh, do FOIA requests, they're breaking the law on that. Somebody needs to go
3: to jail on that. Yeah, FOIA it's, request violations are, are criminal offenses. Yeah, and, they and, need somebody needs to go to jail, right? And th- these these government officials who refuse to comply, they need to be charged and arrested. The, these, the, the The fact is that if you and I break the law, we're liable to arrest. Why is it for some reason that prosecutors, or sheriffs, or police chiefs, for that matter, are not? Charges.
0: Well, they think that, I guess, this is just me speaking uh, for me, all right? Bottom line is, they don't think that the uh, the, the general populace takes it, uh, you know, as being an important uh, situation. But when you're talking, you know, thousands upon thousands of thousands of, of taxpayer dollars that are being squandered, Mm-hmm. Not to protect your 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 young men and women, but to just let this guy drink
4: champagne is ridiculous. You know, uh, this sounds like a job for Robert Steinbach, the guy that the guy the oh, furry I, guy. That I've he got, I've needs got, I've got
0: it. Jimmy Cavan doing it. Yep. All right, Jimmy is a is an FOI a uh, warrior that's what he does and he comes in here every thursday right now i know frank has to turn on the radio and and and, and, and hold on to the seatbelt the seat belt or something to see what he's dug up recently because it's not good and it has nothing to do with race. It has everything to do with transparency.
4: And the and law. How this
0: guy, yeah, and the law. And how this guy is screwing you, whether you're white, black, yellow, green, or pink.
4: It yeah, don't matter. It's the law.
3: Well, cool. the thing is, though, it, we we shouldn't be too surprised that corrupt government officials get into office when crime is so high. I mean, crime has power too i mean crime can put people into office and they it can and so maybe he's legitimately afraid because of some of the corrupt behavior he's
4: in, involved in who knows well you just wonder about that you know i mean is there something that would really just blow the blow his election uh, maybe i mean i mean, the, I mean I may, maybe he's afraid
3: because of the people he's um been in bed with who knows i mean uh, the, the reality is that many city governments are, 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 are pretty corrupt just in general, and maybe he's even
4: worse than general. Yeah, Worse <laughs> than general, I like that. Smart, stupid people. We're, we're almost <laughs> done here today. We're almost done. Just a little, a little
0: side trivia for you today. Uh, of course, Queen Elizabeth passed away, mm-hmm. and she has been the reigning monarch for 70 years.
4: Longest reigning.
0: Among the items that will have to eventually be rebranded, you ready for this one? Because they've got to put Charles's picture on things mm-hmm. now. 29 billion coins and 4.7 billion banknotes that are in circulation have to be taken out of circulation and, and replaced with, with Charles's picture.
4: And That's, we use no. dead presidents. You know? it's cheap. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like it's cheaper to use dead presidents. <laughs> it's cheaper it? to use dead presidents.
3: Uh, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so, a... so they're they're really going to to take them out of circulation and re Yes, they got to take her, yeah,
0: they got to take off her picture and put his picture. Wow. He's well, the so, so one of now. the
3: interesting things about that is that back um when um Actually, I don't know. Uh, uh, did they still have any kind of silver currency back when Queen Elizabeth start was, was started in office? I mean, w- w- what left? I wonder.
0: Back in 1952, when she was the coronation took place, still real... they, they started putting her picture on, on all the money. On the money, right? Not on, on just not on money. Flags, post boxes, chocolate wrappers, gin labels, and attorney business cards.
4: You know, what think about it. it cost a lot of wow. It, it costs a lot rebranding. to brand a monarchy, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, rebranding. That's where he goes. Oh. I just think it's
0: interesting that Americans are still so enamored with the monarchy. Why, why do we
3: care? Yeah, you know, well, I care because of historical. Well, there's things, historical value, but that's value, it. But it's it's not like you know we fought a war with those people because they were evil. Yeah, I mean, and they've maybe improved a little since then, but. But they, they're still pretty bad. They've still got
4: socialist policies that are uh, that are, they're not ashamed of, and yeah. But you know that our our government is basically is is modeled a lot after their government. Oh, sure, yeah, the parliament there, there's, and, there's, and all the rest of it. There's some sure. some
3: of that left over, but we don't have a king. We don't have. A judicial branch. Only because
0: Washington is, refused to be declared king. That's the only want to, reason. Right? They wanted to, <laughs> right. and he and so, said, so "No, got... <laughs> I'm going back to Mount Vernon. See you later." Right. So we've got some All right. decided differences. Paul, thank you very yes, much. Sir. Wayne, thank you. Oh, thank hey, you Blue for Color, us. coming up at nine o'clock on the Dave Ellswick Show. All right, 9 o'clock hour, last hour of the Dave Ellswick Show as we get another week underway here on the Dave Ellswick Show, one oh one one FM. Uh, the Answer, uh, Blue Keller is going to be on with us during this hour. We're going to talk about the uh, sheriff's race here in Pulaski County. Uh, one of the things that has come up about this, this race has been uh, the whole thing about there's, there seems to be uh some interesting movement of monies uh for the uh the sheriff's race. Eric Higgins, who is the sheriff right now, uh there's there's questions about if there's an illegal gambling establishment that has been Giving money to his campaign is that correct, Blue? That's correct. Okay. The name of this uh, business is Jerry's Illegal Slot Machines. Now, if you don't, <laughs> if if you don't believe me, just go, just Google that. Okay. I mean, it's not like they're hiding this or anything. Jerry's Illegal Slot Machines is at twenty eight hundred East Dixon Road in Little Rock. And uh, there's all kinds of wild stuff going on about this. I'm going to kind of let, let uh, 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 Blue talk a little bit, and then I've got Robert Steinbach on here because there's some F, there's an FOI comp, uh, compartment of this that uh, there's a judge that I believe that's kind of protecting these people that we're going we're to talk about as well. Blue, bring us up to date. How did you find out about this, and what exactly is happening here?
1: Well, we were contacted by concerned citizens um, who said that they had evidence that there were some irregularities taking place down there, and uh, they wanted to provide us with that information.
0: Now, this is Jerry's illegal slot machines. It,
1: well, it, that it was previously it was Jerry's deli. No uh, deli. Okay. okay. Uh, and anyway, so in, uh, we ended up receiving a, uh, uh, a video of an uh, officer, a deputy showing up and uh, making contact with the owner. And uh, in the video, you can see the slot machines in operation uh, or at least turned on. Um, and the, I'm paraphrasing here, but the the owner said, uh, well, you know, said uh, uh, the sheriff came down, uh, shut me down, took my machines, took my money, $50,000, um, and uh, I wasn't real happy with him. And uh, he said, you know, I'm just trying to kind of keep people happy and carrying on. And so uh, he went on to say that he not being happy with the sheriff, he went to see the sheriff. Right, and that uh, they had come to an arrangement or an agreement or words to that effect. And uh, next thing we know, uh, he's up and running again because they, he said they took my machines. Well, there's obviously machines in the video, uh, so he's he's up and running. And he said, uh, you know, we. We're kind of on an even keel now that we've come to an arrangement or an agreement. And he said the sheriff told him that uh, there were, you know, there were some laws that he did just didn't agree with. Uh, but he'd been that the sheriff didn't agree with that the sheriff didn't agree okay. with. Okay, but that he'd been hired uh, to enforce laws. Well, okay, yeah, hired. Mm, what about <laughs> the oath that you took? Right. That says you would enforce the laws. Well, anyway. Uh, so he said that they, that the sheriff had told him, well, as long as you aren't doing anything down here that's going to cause me problems, I'm not going to get any complaints about it. I'm not going to come down there and, and, and look around and see what you're doing or not doing. Well, okay. Uh, and then the next thing we know, uh, our, one of our investigators is checking out the financials, and lo and behold, here's a two thousand dollar donation and the guy said you know he said well you know now i like the sheriff and i i support the sheriff uh you know what's that called is his campaign fund or or whatever and and there it was two thousand dollars so um you know as as a minimum uh, that just doesn't look right and you know you think you don't think that looks right (laughs) how, how the sheriff could could be taken um donations from people that are or have been charged by the sheriff's office for committing illegal activities and are uh, going to trial for it. And so uh, the FOI process there, things were supposed to be squared away he we'd been told we couldn't have the information because it was an ongoing investigation well uh technically that's not correct because that had already been turned over to uh the prosecutors prosecutors uh, and the defense they had come up with a plea arrangement and they said, well you know this'll all be this'll all be made available to you uh, right before your court date uh because and yeah no. Okay. It's, uh, it uh, was conveniently moved back till after the election. All so right. take that however you All want. All right. To take
0: well, it. Robert Steinbach is here. All right. Robert did some FOI work on this. What have you found out, Robert? What exactly is going on? I, I, from what I understand, is this Judge Fox that's involved with this?
2: Yes. Yes. Uh, Judge Fox protecting the
0: hen house, you know. What happened?
2: Well, so, of course, Blue has it right. Uh, There's this uh, um, illegal gambling den going on. And early on, the sheriff's office actually um, took the machines and they charged the guy with illegal gambling. But then fast forward, uh, and the guy's illegal gambling machines are up and running. Uh, He makes a $2,000 donation to the sheriff, which he proudly tells the deputy sheriff uh, on a camera that he's done. And then he says, by the way, uh, don't mention this. Keep this between you and me. And the deputy says, well, it ain't between you and me. It's all video. Um, And my client makes a request for the video. And the attorney for the sheriff, by the way, the attorney go, the uh, sheriff goes out and hires a big-dollar private attorney. Somehow the county attorney ain't good enough no more. Uh, and so they go hire this big-dollar uh, private attorney. You know who's paying for that, Dave. It ain't coming out of the sheriff's pocket. It's coming out of your pocket. It's coming out of my pocket.
0: Yeah, anybody uh, who's paying taxes in Pulaski County is paying for it.
2: That's exactly right. Um, and so the attorney calls me and said, oh, well, um the case is uh scheduled uh, for um to plea uh, agreement on such and such date and we'll give it to you right after the date and i said well you know just to be clear uh there is uh, but we can't give it to you before well why can't you give it to me before well you see there's an exception don't you love when they tell me where their exceptions by the way you see there's an exception in the freedom of information act for ongoing criminal investigations And and I said, okay, listen, if it's happening uh, in a few days, I'm not going to make a big deal about it. But let me be clear. It can't be an ongoing criminal investigation if the case is already in trial. They're still investigating the case that's in court already? I've watched the Law & Order TV show. The first (laughs) half is the investigation. The second half is the the stuff in court. Uh, The two don't mix. It's oil and water. So... They say, okay, but we're going to give you a few days. I said, all right, I'll give him a few days. Well, a few days comes by, and so does our court hearing. And sure enough, in court, they said, oh, well, you see, you see, uh, he's decided to postpone that plea. Uh, he's going to go to trial or something. Not clear to me. I think he's going to go to trial. Um, and, of course, they postponed it to a couple weeks after the election, and so we can't give you the documents. So we say, uh, uh, um, well, that's okay, we, we're entitled to it. It ain't an ongoing investigation if you guys are ready to go to trial after all and you are ready to plead out the case. Judge Fox doesn't really hear nothing of it, doesn't care about what the law actually says, seemingly. Uh, and uh, so uh, so far we haven't gotten the records. We already filed our notice of appeal that we're going to appeal that issue. We ain't going to get them before the election, mind you, uh, but we've got to straighten out this, just, just made up uh, orders uh, from the court that have no basis in law and have no basis in fact. And so in sum, we got here a guy uh, uh, operating illegal gambling. down here one thing I wanted to add is uh, I got wind that this deputy who was there and saw all of these illegal gambling machines reported it up the chain. Well, there's some illegal gambling. The guy is under indictment, ready to go to trial for running illegal gambling machines, a deputy sheriff reports he's doing it again, and he hasn't been charged again. The machines are still up and running. I mean, this is this is boss hog, due to hazard corruption right here.
0: Yeah, and this guy gave two thousand dollars to the campaign of the sheriff, correct?
2: Oh yeah, oh yeah, and he took it and he kept it. Now, how is it you don't return that money? You know, is it not a conflict of interest of some sort that you're prosecuting the guy and he's writing you a check?
0: I would think so. Right? I got to laugh, but yeah, you're right. It's, this sounds like Dukes of Hazard. It
1: really does.
2: Right? right?
1: Unbelievable. I
2: mean, come on, Cletus, get off. <laughs> get off of it and get to work.
1: Well, then subsequent to that... Uh, there was a call to the sheriff 's office asking for a, a response wherein there was an individual who had apparently allegedly um, tried to use a counterfeit one hundred dollar bill in one of the machines and so
2: that that's the call by the way, if I may interrupt you that's the call that resulted in the deputy going down there. And filming all those illegal machines. So, I mean, it takes really, as they say, and I think it's permissible on the radio, a brass set uh, for uh, for a guy who's running the illegal gambling den to say, hey, uh, deputy sheriff, someone tried to pawn off an, uh, a counterfeit hundred on me at my illegal gambling den.
0: Isn't, isn't, wasn't that the one that the hundred dollar bill got hung up in the machine?
2: That's correct. I don't know what physically happened. Because the machine,
0: it. well, the machine figured out it wasn't a real deal. That's what oh, it was.
2: Maybe so. And maybe that's what so.
0: happened. Okay, this is crazy. You hang in there yeah. with me, Robert, just for a few moments, yeah. if you will, Duke. Uh, yeah. uh, We've got, we've got Blue Keller here with us on the Dave Ellswick Show. Again, let's go back, and I'll I'll, I'll re-encapsulate this when we come back, but i got to get a break in right now dealing with ICU protection. You want to protect your uh, resident or your uh, uh, your business, uh, then get your security through uh, Billy Mac and the folks at ICU protection. They'll take care of the door and window sensors. They'll take care of... The indoor and outdoor cameras, they'll take care of a, a doorbell camera, motion detection, all of that, whether it's at a home or it's at a business. Now, full disclosure, I get my uh, protection through ICU protection. I uh, I pay uh, my fee every month uh, for Billy Mac uh, to keep an eye on my house, and I love this. I love what they've done. It's They've done fantastic things uh, for security. Uh, these are the guys who take care of Nuke One. If they take care of Nuke One, I'm sure they can take care of your home or your business. But what you need to do is call them. 501-205-1333. 501-205-1333. And on top of that, know this. You'll pay for the service. That's the way it should be. But you won't pay for any of the hardware that they hooked up at your house or at your business. That's right, the cameras, all that—that that all belongs to you, no charge. Pay for the service, not for the hardware. 501-205-1333. That's ICU Protection with Billy Mack, and you tell him you heard about him on the Dave Ellswick show. Let's get back. Let me let me uh, bring this around so you know exactly what we're talking about. There is a business called Jerry's Illegal Slot Machines. It was known as Jerry's Diner. Delhi. Delhi at one time. <clears throat> Who had illegal slot machines and was told by the sheriff, Eric Higgins, that he couldn't do that kind of stuff, and they confiscated it and $50,000 $50, uh, as well. Well, the owner went down to see the, uh, the sheriff and worked out a deal with him, he says and uh, paid $2,000 contribution to the sheriff's uh, run for reelection uh, for the sheriff of Pulaski County. And suddenly the machines have shown back up, and it's not uh, the deli anymore. It's Jerry's Illegal Slot Machines by Google. That's exactly what it's called now at uh, 2800 East Dixon Road in Little Rock. And uh, nothing's happened to this guy. Evidently, he may have to appear in front of a, of a judge. He's got himself a lawyer. Robert has been trying to get information through the Freedom of Information Act, but he's been stymied by a judge. Is that correct, Robert?
2: Well, that's not entirely uh, true. I, I, I got a bunch of records uh, from them, or my client did, to be clear. Uh, and uh, what happened was, my client made a bunch of requests. This video was just one of them. And uh, they, the sheriff, uh, who has no transparency uh, effectively to speak of, uh, didn't give over the records. So then we sued, and they brought in this high-dollar private attorney, I told you. And the high-dollar private attorney uh, gave us uh, most of the records after we sued. By the way, that entitles us to attorney's fees, and we're going to be asking for every uh, copper penny on that one. And uh, uh, but interestingly enough, uh, they said, we gave you everything. And it turns out they didn't even give us everything they claimed they gave us um, because uh, I think there's some hinky going down there in the sheriff's office. Uh, the attorney uh, for, for the sheriff thought that we got everything. And uh, I, I believe her, meaning I think that's what the sheriff was telling her. Uh, but we demonstrated they didn't even give us everything they claimed they were giving us. Uh, So it's really, this is a a complete lack of transparency, and it just demonstrates why the Freedom of Information Act is such an important tool for citizens.
0: Now, are you supposed to appear before a judge again to get the rest of this information, or what?
2: No. uh, The next thing we're doing is making our motion for attorney's fees. We already filed our Notice of Appeal. Uh, for that video that they haven't turned over, but um, uh, the Blue Keller campaign got <laughs> it seemingly because it's up on their website <laughs> uh, and you should go you should go and look at that uh, website because you watch his video, you're not going to believe it. You're not going to believe it. Uh, so uh, go to Blue Keller's uh, I don't, know, Facebook page and uh, I saw it there, I reposted it. Uh, that's some amazing video. We never got that video pursuant to the Freedom of Information Act because of the false claim. False claim that there was an ongoing criminal investigation. Well, there ain't no ongoing criminal investigation gotcha. when you're ready in trial.
0: All right. All right. I'll let you go. I'm going to keep Definitely. Blue here, and I appreciate you on a very short notice, uh, Robert, for joining us here on the Dave Ellswick Show.
2: Always my pleasure. God bless.
0: All right. Bye-bye now. All right. Blue, let me ask, have you turned this over to the uh, TV stations here
1: in the city? We've tried. Uh, it seems like no. Nobody... Are they not interested? We have not found anyone that is... Yet,
0: really, how, how 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 long has it been since you told them that this was going on?
1: Uh, about the same day that it came out. That was uh, what I believe was Friday week ago, and um, it's just um, they're not they're not picking it up.
0: It's been interesting uh, watching the election this year because it seems to me that the TV stations. Uh, in in Little Rock, and I don't like to point fingers at my brethren in 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 the, the journalism halls uh, here in in Little Rock or anywhere else. But there's a lot of stories that are out there, not only in this campaign but in other campaigns that aren't being covered uh, by uh, the. Uh, uh, News directors at these TV stations, and and they need to be answering questions about how come, why is this story not being covered? This is this is shooting this is shooting fi, you know fish in a barrel. It's been offered to them. It's easy. This is not even hard, and uh, they re, they refuse to get into it. Well, Blue is going to be here for this hour, but I I want to talk to him about. Hey, look, we're we're seeing what this guy is doing, and and what he's doing is wrong. Uh, i'm of the opinion it's totally illegal uh, that he's complicit in crime and uh, let's let's spend some time how do you clean this kind of garbage up uh, blue if you get elected
1: well obviously the first thing is to get elected and so we're going to need folks to come out and vote right Uh, early voting starts on the 24th of october uh, I believe it'll be won or lost there in the early voting. So, uh, number one, we encourage people to come out to to stand up and say it is time for a change. Once we get in there, then we will have the ability to look back at the uh, the cases as they were. Uh, investigated or as they were responded to calls they were responded to the way the cases were investigated and then we can start putting together the the full picture and if there's any um anything any rocks that have not been turned over we can turn them over and if they've just been moved we can bring them back to where they were supposed to be and turn them over again um, we have to get in there because right now the the sheriff's department's bleeding good officers uh, we've got to get our manpower back up we've got to be able to do the things that the sheriff is supposed to be doing and Those things are running a a constitutional and a safe jail uh delivering papers for the uh, the courts, and then patrolling the unincorporated part of the county. None of those things are being done
0: all right you hold your hold your uh powder here we'll come back and uh, do a little bit of news here, and then we'll be back and uh, talk further about this with Blue Keller on the Dave Elswick Show. Back with Blue Keller here on the Dave Elswick Show, and uh, we gave you all the information uh, about this gambling thing that's going down. Uh, I'm not going to sit and, uh, and sit on that. I want Blue to take the time to tell us what he's going to do different. How are you going to clean all this up though
1: well, the first thing we 're going to do is we 're going to we 're going to get our our staffing level back up we 've got to do that because we 've got to get officers back out on the street we 've got to be making contact with the folks that are doing uh, the nefarious things over in the jail we've got to we 've got to get in there and we 've got to stop that that just flow of taxpayer dollars that 's going out you know the the one point two one million in six months for mandatory overtime uh deputies that are having to work a mandatory sixth day they're, they're they're contracted for five eight hour days they're having to work that mandatory sixth day well that's yeah it's, it's' costing the taxpayers a lot of money but it's also making an unsafe situation for those deputies and those inmates yeah when you get tired you make mistakes Absolutely Absolutely, and then when you're when you're overstaffed, when they're sitting there and they're supposed to be watching seventy nine, but they got a door open behind them, they're supposed to be watching seventy nine more, but then they've got bunks in the in the, in the hallways, uh, numbers could be up two fifteen, maybe a few more. Um, that's that's a lot of tension. That's a lot of stress to be under. So, you know, there's there's a, an eight hour day of what you are contracted to do what you're trained to do that's one thing but when you're doing an eight hour day and you're really having double the job and then you're having to work an extra day on top of that the 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 stress that's put on those deputies you know when they have that day off they're really ineffective you know as a as a husband or a wife or or, or whatever Okay, so we've got to we got to stop that flow of money. Um, you know, we've got to, we've got to get uh, those deputies where they feel comfortable. They they know what their their capabilities and limitations are, and and they're back there doing a good job. We're going to go out and we're going to we're going to recruit from veterans that are getting out of the army these days. We're going to recruit in the colleges, um, and we're going to recruit in high schools, so we can put people back in there. We've got a number of deputies, a number of good deputies. I I went to work out uh, yesterday afternoon, and the guy says, "Hey, you're Blue Keller, right?" I'm gave me his name, and he says, "I'm waiting for you. To, I'm waiting for you to get elected, and I'll be I'll be sending you a letter saying, man, 'Man, I'd like to come back and go back to work.' Now you've over.
0: heard that a lot.
1: A lot, yes, sir. I mean, I'm keeping a list of them, um, and so. We're going to we're going to get good people back in there, and when we get those good people back in there, we're going to make sure that they're that they're trained and that they're maintained, and that they're led. For example, on Friday, uh, I got a call and said, "Hey, uh, the state police are chasing a guy out around Scott somewhere," and it said they called into the county and and, the county, and they asked for backup, and the county says, "Man, we ain't got it." We got one deputy, and that deputy's ten six. He's tied up. He or she—I don't know which it was—but uh, we can't, we can't give anything. And so I'm sitting there, and I'm thinking to myself, "Well, wait a minute. Okay, so you don't have a deputy. What about the sergeants that are on duty? What about the lieutenants that are on duty? What about the captains that are on duty? Now, this, you know, could be—you say, well, well, you know, they're supposed to do an admin. They're still wearing a gun. They're still wearing the badge. They still got a vest." They
0: still got the protection of the people of this county. Correct? Absolutely.
1: So you get people rolling. Let me I've said it and I'll say it again, okay? It ain't about politics, it's about people. And everybody in my administration will have a uniform and they'll wear that uniform. Now, there's gonna be folks that are in five in, elevens in and, and polos, but they can reach over and they can grab that vest and they can get out the door and they can go help other agencies, they can respond to uh, in extremist calls. We will be a Pulaski County Sheriff's Office of the people and for the people.
0: Bottom line, you just need to get the people so that you can do the job that the, the Sheriff's Office needs to do.
1: That's absolutely correct. And,
0: and you've got, and, and we've talked about it before. You've got some different ideas of how to reach those goals.
1: We can do it. I'm I'm thoroughly convinced that we can do it. And uh the feedback that we're getting from the people that we talk to um says yeah, we'll we'll definitely buy into it.
0: Okay, now you talked about inmates in hallways. Is
1: that legal? They're still in jail, they've still got a bunk there and they're still being supervised by deputies. So um, but you know there's there's two jails over there okay. right now. Okay, you've got the Sheriff's Reentry program, which is for a select, hand-picked group of people, uh, and then you've got everybody else. And the conditions are not the same. The conditions are not. The same. I was talking to a person the other day, and I said, "Well, okay, how often do you get a, a new uniform mm-hmm. once a week?" Okay, it gets washed once a week. We get it over on the reentry side three or four times a week. And then they say, well, we're also moving to washing the dryer in over there. You know, jail, well, I've also been told to start with that the uh, Pulaski County Regional Detention Facility is not a state-approved reentry portal. But it seems to me like all the emphasis is being put on the reentry program. Okay? Well, number one, we need to get state people out or state prisoners out. We need to get federal prisoners out of the jail. It needs to be the Pulaski County Jail. Now, granted, the, as people go through the process and they are sentenced, then the state has got like 31 days to get the, the, the sentencing order down and the movement orders and, and get them out correct where they're going. okay? So you have to deal with that. But for example, the other day, uh, you drive by and you see deputies out mowing grass. You see deputies out weed eating or, or leaf blowing or whatever, in their uniforms, in the heat. Well, you got a whole lot of inmates, that are sitting in there with their feet propped up watching 55- and 65-inch televisions while the deputies, that just doesn't work for me.
0: I would go along with that. We we, need a little Joe Pyle kind of uh, love
1: (laughs) being put there. I I don't think we can go that far. But the point (laughs) is – Give them a
0: bologna sandwich or
1: something. We need a a work service program in the jail that will – take some of the pressure off and you know i don't know but i would think that if you're sitting there in jail and you got a a few days that you're going to be there i'd just soon be out mowing grass as i would be sitting there looking at the same four walls you yeah know? so i i think we we're, we're doing a a service okay uh you know people get get uh sentenced uh, to community service and other things so you know Let's let's find ways and means to get the things done, but everybody in that jail needs to be on the same wavelength. You know. Now, am I am I against second chances? Absolutely not. Okay, uh, I believe that there's ways and means to accomplish that, but it needs to be through programs that are established and they've got proven track records, um, and they're they're they're, they're task condition and standard of those programs can be articulated they can be read they are written down and they are for everybody to be able to take advantage of not just a select few
0: so everybody knows what their job is and how to do the job that they've been given absolutely i only see i i look at like a sheriff's department or a uh, you know, the police department, kind of like the military. I mean, it's got the same kind of a feel to it, that uh, you, you have a, a, a chain of command, you know exactly what you're supposed to do, and you damn well better do it. It just seems the way it should be.
1: That works for me. All
0: right. All right. And you want to be the guy that's, uh, you know, at the in the, the top of the food chain, telling everybody how to do what needs to be done and making sure they have the proper... Uh, teaching and stuff to
1: be able to do it. Exactly. You know, I, I think I've said before. You know, the first thing that you've got to do is you've got to sit down and you've got to identify the threat. You know, look around the county right now. Look at what's going on. It is an unsafe county. Okay. Yeah, it and, definitely is. And and being unsafe, it, it is. A, there's a whole lot of ripples that go into that. How do you attract? Companies, How do you attract people to come in and want to work? Uh, you know, you can have a whole lot of jobs, but if people don't feel safe getting to and from the job or their kids going out to the parks or to the movies or to the food courts, you know, um, they're not going to come work. Mm-hmm. They're not going to come work. I've been told that the sales tax revenues are going down in Little Rock, but they're going up in Conway and they're going up in Bryant and other places. You know,
0: you can go shopping at the same stores, basically,
1: but feel safer. Exactly. Okay. So we've got to identify the threat. We've got to work together. You know, when I said a while ago that, you know, we, we didn't have anybody supporting the, the state police on Friday, we've got to work together no one law enforcement agency in this county is going to be able to do it by themselves. So we identify the threat jointly. The threat then in each of the organizations will determine the mission that that organization will have to counter that threat. That mission will dictate the personnel and equipment that you will need, and that personnel and equipment will dictate the budget that you need. And then that budget that you prepare needs to be 100% transparent. It needs to be, you know, Dave Ellswick needs to be able to call up and say, hey, I got a question about your budget. And I've, I've seen or I've heard or whatever. And then we should be saying, okay, Dave, come on down. We'll lay it out on the table and let you look at it and see where every single penny's going. It's
0: the way it's supposed to be. That is the way it's supposed to be. Lou Keller is our guest. We're going to have him for a few more moments here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Don't forget about East End Towing. They are ready to help you when you need help. Uh, They they, uh, look a part of the Arkansas Towing Recovery Board, license-insured tow operation, every truck permitted. Uh, They know what to do. They know what to do after you have to make that 911 call. What's the process when the police arrive, take a report, the vehicle needs to be towed? Uh, Where do you have the right to request your tow service? Uh, Impound yard rules. All of that, they can help you with. No matter the situation, East End Towing can handle it, has all the answers. All you got to do is call them, 501-888-8849. That's 501-888-8849. That's East End Towing. Blue, let me ask this question of you. I mean, I always thought that there was people who worked with the the sheriff's department uh, to kind of help fill in the gaps you know like uh, c- civilians or whatever
1: Well, are you talking civilians or are you talking about reserve deputies?
0: Okay, reserve deputies, okay. all right. All right. So what what's going on with that?
1: Well, in the past we had good reserve numbers. Uh, the numbers of function if you'd go to a reserve meeting um, I think they were held once a night, uh, once a month, <clears throat> on Monday nights. Sergeant would be up there, and he'd have a stack of, of papers that would be about an inch to two inches deep of people requesting services. Your reserves were in there signing up to go perform those law enforcement type services, um, and they would go do that. They would be the road guards at the you know bicycle races and runs and whatever, whatever. Uh, when the fair's in town, you know, the majority of the officers down there were reserve officers, keeping your other officers in the sectors where they normally work. Okay. They're out there responding to calls. Because crime never stops. Crime never stops for the fair or anything else. Okay, well, we used to have around 75 reserve officers. Because of what I call a toxic leadership environment over there, those are because reserves get paid nothing. Right. In fact, their whole uniform, everything, their weapon, their boots, their rain gear—they buy it. They buy it. it's no cost to the to the taxpayer. These people are out there because they have a zeal to serve. Okay. Well, not only that, but hey, when you're in a, in, in a high crime Time, you know, uh, crime statistics increasing. You're in this high crime time. Then now you can put two deputies in a vehicle. In Little Rock, when the deputy or when an officer needs assistance, it's about three minutes away. When he I calls for backup, a, I think that's the national average—about three minutes. When you're out here in the county and you're on the backside of rolling. You're talking 35, 45 minutes with that other deputy or whatever backup is coming your way at code. You know that's lights, that's sirens, and that's trying to get there lickety split. That's dangerous for that deputy in and of itself. So many deputies or or die or so many law enforcement die each year because of car accidents. Um, so with you've got a good pool of well trained highly motivated reservist, you can start putting two men to a vehicle. You can start putting more vehicles out there because a number of these are are solo officers and they're authorized to to come and and put a whole new vehicle. And And
0: you're saying that the answer to this is just treating people
4: with
1: respect. That's exactly correct. These people, so many of these people have said also, we'll come back, just not under this management. And there's you know there's, there's there's great camaraderie between the the reserves and the full time deputies. You know it uh, years a few years ago it was a family. It was a family. I don't believe that they feel like they're a family now.
0: All right. All right. So what's the first thing you get elected sheriff? You take over next year, right after the beginning of the year. What's the first thing you're going to do?
1: uh the first thing i'm going to do is i'm going to take the letters and the phone calls that we have received and recorded and going to call them up and say okay put your money where your mouth is come on down let's get you sworn in Let's get you uh, out there because you know the folks that've been gone—they're going to have to come back. They're going to have to be re-blued, (pun intended). Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, they're going to have to—you know—make sure that they're up on the uh, up on the the way that the reports come in, the way they're written out, the the, the programs that are used. Uh, they're going to have to go through a modified field training officer uh, just to make sure that they've, you know, they've got the up to date. As, as we're doing it today.
0: All right. Sir. Last question for you. How many warrants do you have that have not been served that the, you know for the Sheriff's Department? The
1: last time that I spoke, there were well in excess of 10,000 unserved warrants.
0: That's unconscionable. Why even write
1: it? Why even arrest
0: somebody or whatever if you got all these uh, outstanding warrants? They're just
1: walking around. Well, uh, you got to have the people to do it, and so uh, you know there's a.
0: <clears throat> and you got to have the desire to get it done.
1: Well, that's true. That's true. Uh, but I think the people. I think. No, I don't think. I know that in the Pulaski County Sheriff's Office there are many. Good officers, good deputies, who would be more than happy to do that as long as they knew the task condition and standard and knew that they were going to be backed up and not be worried about people nitpicking the way they do things. That makes sense.
0: Yeah, it makes sense. Makes sense. Complete makes sense.
1: All right. All right, Blue
0: Keller, he's asking for your vote. He's running for uh, uh, the... Uh, sheriff of pulaski county against eric higgins i'll make sure that eric higgins has the opportunity to come on the show if he wants to uh thinking of all the different things that are under question uh in his administration and what's been done i doubt if i'll hear from him anytime soon but anything will make it possible for him to get on you're uh, welcome to come on any time Blue, uh, uh, just uh, give a call. We'll get you on.
1: I appreciate it. Thank you very, very I much. I
0: love it. All right. Thank you very much. All right. Tomorrow, got the Dave Ellswick Show. Simona be in here in the first hour. Bible guys will be on in the second hour. We'll uh, we'll have somebody in the 9 o'clock hour. I don't have my calendar right in front of me. I know I have somebody lined up, but I got uh, have to go take a look at that. Don't forget that a week from uh, Uh, Tuesday, I'll be traveling to D.C. for Hold Their Feet to the Fire dealing with illegal immigration. I'll be broadcasting live from uh, just outside the Capitol Building on uh, Wednesday and Thursday of that week, uh, a week from uh, this week. And uh, we're going to have a lot of different people on that uh, you've seen on TV before, uh, but uh, you get me sitting across from them and asking them questions. Uh, I know that We'll have Congressman Hill on, Congressman Westerman, and Senator Bozeman. All three of them have already agreed, and I have uh, several people I want to contact today. But we're pretty well filled up for the whole time that I'm going to be there. You won't want to miss any of the, uh, the coverage of that. Until tomorrow at 6 a.m., you have a great afternoon, and uh, I'll be back with you early in the morning. See you then.